everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular's single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Eggrey and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% skill, 15% Well, look, I really feel bad for the information that was delivered to the players in the PGA Tour, the ones that stuck with them. Um, you know, we did take a risk. The players that did go over, we did take a risk, and there was a reason uh, for taking that risk relative to the, to you know, the capital that had to be paid out for that to occur. Um, but I do feel bad for the, the PGA Tour players because uh, they were told one thing and something else uh, happened. And uh, on our side, we were told one thing, and it's come come to fruition. And uh, look, in the end, for me, I want the players, the fans, and the game of golf to win. And you know, it, it does stink a little bit from my perspective that the PGA Tour players are not necessarily winning. I hope that they can find a way uh, to make sure that they are valued in the same way that we are um, over at Live. And uh, I think that'll happen. It's just going to take some time with the players uh, pushing back a little bit and trying to figure out what makes them, uh, uh, what gives them the best opportunity to be successful on their own end. And eventually, we all come back together now and play as uh, one group. I think that's the best thing. Watching us play week in and week out. There's a lot more behind uh, closed doors that's been going on. Uh, what I can tell you is that uh, He Yasser has uh, always been a staunch supporter of golf globally and wanting to grow the game. Um, that's been his vision from the start. Uh, when we first started talking uh, a few years ago and uh, as it's come to fruition now I think that this is the best thing that could ever happen for the game of golf and I'm extremely proud to be a part of that because of the fact that the fans are going to get what, what they want uh, the players are going to experience something a little different and a little new uh, on the PGA Tour side but I truly believe in the end the game of golf wins in this scenario oh my gosh Bryson DeChambeau is the voice of reason welcome into the zone it's a wonderful Wednesday. Big Joe is here and has a uh, camo Razorback hat on. Probably wishes he was wearing it to the Super Regional this weekend, but he's not. We're talking golf. We're talking NBA Finals. And we are going to talk. I'm sorry. We're going to we're gonna talk about the Super Regionals a little bit this weekend. Even though the Razorbacks aren't playing, Joe. I'm as, I'm as upset as anybody. But here we are. Get spoiled, don't we? <laughs> sure yeah, do. No doubt. Will you watch Super Regionals this weekend? No. Justin? Uh, yes, absolutely. Christian? No. I didn't figure you would. In but fact, I will. I like, I like the, I told you yesterday, I like the experience so much in Omaha last year and in previous years. I would consider going even if Arkansas wasn't mm-hmm. playing. It's such an easy get. Stay anywhere close to downtown. You can walk to all the games. Lots of good restaurants. Lots of fun things to do. It's, I think Omaha's downtown's great. So, yeah, I think it's a good experience. And if you love college baseball, to me, it's not a big ask. If you could sell it, I would go with you, and we could do the show up there. I don't think I don't think any sponsors are gonna I, if give you, one I crap about if it. You could sell it. Yeah, if I could, that'd be great. I would I'd be, love to. Yeah, that'd be fun. Could so I go. You could sponsor Corky's. <laughs> Can we take the Corky's Lear up there? That would, that would be. We would. Yeah, we'll, we'll sponsor the College World Series. When Arkansas is not there, nobody's going to be. <laughs> Look, if I can get you committed for next time Arkansas is there, that'd be cool. I'll take that. But uh, we did have a lot of great sponsors, and I hate that we don't get to continue on with them, but so be it. So, Joe, uh, yeah? That's how you sell it. What? You're the main title sponsor the next time Arkansas makes it. But you got to ante up now. now. <laughs> I'll let our, you go down and visit Leslie about that. <laughs> we uh, want our money after. up front. <laughs> yeah, it can be tough. Um, so, Joe, what was your reaction when you saw the, the live PGA merger information yesterday? What the? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was like, Whoa. you know, what the? It's going, you know, cats and dogs are living together. and uh, But when I start, I mean, I watched it for a long time yesterday just trying to, 
figure out what what was going on, but it, it just sounds to me like billions trumps millions. And I think uh, the, the Saudis or whatever you have with the antitrust uh, lawsuit and um, the, the you know when you start having discovery on both sides, I think some of the sponsors. I, I think there's a lot of people. When you have that kind of money, there's a lot of people that are tied to Saudi money. I mean, bank, banks and you know, spot and you know, Charles Schwab. I, I don't know this for a fact, but I mean, I you know, if you want to, you start digging into all that, that you're gonna be like, okay, <clears throat> now, I mean, murder is a different thing. <laughs> I mean, the the murder of a guy, I think that sets it apart, but. Uh, I just think there's, you know, a lot of that. They didn't want to do the antitrust. They didn't want to go through discovery. Mm -hmm. I don't think the, I think the sponsors were like, hey, you know, the PGA. When all these guys play together in the PGA and in the Masters, the ratings are huge. And then what about our event? What about our event? What about our event? And I think also when they raised the price of uh, the purses. The PGA, from what they said yesterday, was fronting a lot of that money to get the purses up for those uh, certain events. And so I just think they looked at it from a health, monetarily health of the of the tour. Mm -hmm. It said it'd be much better to be with these guys than to be fighting these guys. And so, so Kyle Porter's been all over this this morning. That's the guy I was looking for. I was looking for the wrong guy. I thought because uh, it was Rappaport, Dan Rappaport, who was over yesterday. Uh, Kyle Porter's been, uh, I guess he's either at Rory's press conference this morning or he is watching it somewhere. He says, uh, this is some of the stuff from Rory, when I try to remove myself from the situation and I look at the bigger picture, I think ultimately this is going to be good for the game of professional golf. He also goes on to say that, um, he says, technically anyone involved with Live Now would now answer to Jay, whether you like it or not. The PIF, and that's the Saudi money group, we're going to keep spending in golf. At least now you can control how their money is spent and he also said i still hate live i hate them i hope it goes away and expect that it does correcting everyone who conflates live and the piff so the money can stay without live staying in existence so we'll see what that looks like going forward uh kyle porter also tweeted on his own rory is better at explaining jay monahan's deal than jay monahan is <laughs> and, and, and jay yeah. monahan if he's still the commissioner a year from now i'll be very surprised he must. He's getting a big payday because he he knew the hits he was going to take. I mean, oh, yeah. he came out and said, "I know you're people yeah. are going to call me hypocritical." He he must have got a huge bonus check. Well, Something I'm was in it for him to to pull the trigger without anyone knowing, without the players knowing, without the board, the policy members on his own. Basically, he went out on his own and did this. The the players are going to hate him because of this. But I promise you, I don't know how it's. PGA's governed. I guess it's governed by a board or I'm sure. something, but they're going to love him because this is going to make it healthy, make it from a monetary standpoint. Yeah, it'll be robust for it'll sure. Be, it'll be robust. And I'm healthy. also sure he probably got a raise out of this. Oh, there's no doubt. The other thing is, do they maintain their, uh, I think their 501c6, which I've never well, they, heard of that before. That was like one of the first things they said. They're going to they're gonna stay. As a non-profit. Right. A yeah, quote unquote. I thought the press release said it, they would be working as a profit, a for profit. A well, for there profit. was it was both. They said it, it was kind of convoluted right. because one of the first statement. You're right. I mean, coming thinking back on that, they did say it is for profit, but they also said they were going to keep. So I don't know how that works for tax know. purposes. It will certainly be significant if they can maintain that. I mean, yeah. Well, that's always been a, a big part of the PGA Tour, giving back, you yeah. know, the charities. That is yeah. something that yeah. they hang their hat on. So they're going to continue to do that. But uh, I guess that's an accountant's question right there. Can you, you be a profit and right. and still maintain a non-profit? I don't, look, I don't know. Look for a uh, PGA Players Union in the near future. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I wouldn't be I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised I, I don't not, have that now. I, don't, I would not be surprised if... Uh, to protect them from what? I mean, they just that what what happened is they handled this. They they weren't involved in this. Yeah, that's true. And so that's what they're. You're a contract employee. I mean, right, you get paid right, to do a job. Absolutely, absolutely. So I mean, again, but you get paid a lot. Them them whining about this. I mean, again, some of them 
who didn't take the money and fought. Well, that's what that makes this yeah. the difference because they yeah. chose to back the PGA right. Tour. Well, the PGA Tour is begging, you know, stay with us. Yeah. You know, we're going to get fight in the foxhole with us. Yeah, get in and the they did. Hole. They chose and then, to, and then, and then without them knowing, they sold out. <laughs> they get in the foxhole, and then after a year, Monahan goes white flag. <laughs> now, Kyle Porter said that Rory got a text late Monday, and then he got a full explanation Tuesday before it was all official. So that's not the way to communicate with your top players. Well, and they have a they have a like they have a a policy council or something. There's like five players that they yeah. put on this. Is it? I don't know what it's called. But the advisory council. Something. Is that it? Yeah, for yeah. policy. And he's they, on it. Roy's yeah, on it. Yeah, and they he still didn't basically know. they said here's the policy. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that didn't work out very so well. I, I just think the whole uh, again, like so many things. How it was handled and how it was announced made it really bad. Okay, here's Monahan clearing up the for-profit versus charity deal. You're a nonprofit, but you're going to create a for-profit. Correct. You're going to merge essentially correct, yes. and be a for-profit company. Correct. Yes. So the C the C six still stays in place, uh, and out of the C six, we'll continue to operate our tours. Uh, we'll put our player retirement plans and assets there. Um, so that stays in place. I think it's very important. One of the things that's important to both of us is every single week when we're playing tournaments, we're making a huge impact on the communities where you know, we're invited guests. That continues. Uh, and at the C6 level, you take the assets of the PGA Tour, uh, the PIF's ass- assets, uh, and live in with the Asian Tour and the DP World Tour, take all those commercial assets, drop them down uh, into that for-profit LLC. This is early. We're going to go through an evaluation of all, or evaluation of all of the businesses, and the PIF will invest in Nuco. And importantly, as Yasser is quick to point out, there'll be an additional investment and growth initiatives. And that's what's really exciting here. Mm-hmm. I'm still confused. Yeah, thank you. Here's <laughs> the good news: just like about the money for the players, it doesn't affect me at all. I just want to see the top players compete against each other. Here is him trying to wiggle out of the uh, the 180 he did on the whole Saudi thing, and they're terrible people, and they funded 9/11, and now, well, we'll actually take their money like the you know the U.S. government and all these corporations do. Possibly, I mean, you're describing a scenario under which PIF at some point could have the majority of the economics. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, of okay. this entity. Essentially, the Saudis sort of people will say, oh, they control golf around the world. I'm just curious as to what you think the response is going to be. Well, listen, a lot of people have been reading about the tension. Um, and that we've talked a lot. Um, and I said previously that we were going down our path, they were going down theirs. And today, that tension goes away. The litigation is dropped. We're announcing to the world that on behalf of this game, we're coming together. And it's, it's less about how people respond today, and it's all about how people respond in 10 years. And when they see the impact that we're having on this game together, there will be a lot of smiles on people's faces, and there will be a lot more people playing this game all over the world. And if you're a young player that wants to get to the highest level of the game today, you'll be more inspired than you've ever been before. Okay. See about that. He's right. I mean, that's how typically these things work. We blow up. It's just kind of like recruiting, right? It's like, oh, man, this is a great recruiting class. And two years later, there's only like 20% of the recruiting class left. Well, let's, we'll, we'll judge it down the road a little bit. So I'll give him that. Uh, a couple of Razorback-related things for those who are interested. We've got Hagen Smith coming up one last time, thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate, at the bottom of this hour in about 10 minutes. So stay tuned for that. Kevin Kelly will be in, thanks to Bowen Heffley Orthopedics in the 11 o'clock hour. Michael Felder at 11.30. And Joe can stay as long as he likes, not only because he brought food. I assume that's what's in there. Um, that could be There could be like uh, human heads in there. I have no idea. It's, uh, Surprise! Jay Monahan. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> uh, a couple of Razorback items here. We were talking about the Hall of Fame and Michael Vick and a couple of other high-profile folks who are on the slate potentially to be voted into the College Football Hall of Fame. There are a couple of former Razorbacks who were also on the ballot. Those include Dan Hampton, who obviously was a star at Arkansas, and Leotis Harris, who uh, no, they're in, was both a of them. first they're, team on what? They're in. No, no they're on, on the, the ballot. ballot. They're on the okay, ballot. Okay, okay. I don't have a vote, but I think there's like what did I say, 75 people or something like that yesterday. Also, Hunter Urechek apparently is going to D.C. this week with a few others to talk about NIL because the government doesn't have enough to do. 
So they're going to delve into this because apparently the NCAA can't figure it out. Also, no, that that yeah, well, we don't we we don't want them involved anymore. Well, they're going to be involved. That, that's, how the ba- NCAA, that's, that's how bad that's how bad I am with the NCAA. I would rather it go to Congress. That's how bad I, how bad it is. Yeah. Uh, also, he updated yesterday that there are forty five thousand tickets sold or so. He thinks they can get to fifty this year. Season tickets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also, they're renovating, continuing to renovate Razorback Stadium, which is not surprising probably to a lot of people. They're replacing the South End Zone video scoreboard and LED ribbon boards. They're constructing new suites in the Founders Level and a bar area on the North End Zone on top. It mm-hmm. says mm-hmm. it's going to be called Big Red's Rooftop Bar, similar to the area known as Mackey's Bases Loaded Landing at Baumwalker. It will include 100 seats and a railing and an additional 150 to 200 around the bar. He says, this is Hunter, they're getting the bar business. We anticipate it being open on Friday nights when we light the stadium red. We'll have a live band up there, and that can be a place where Razorback fans can come together and get ready for Saturday's game. We're just trying to continue to provide more opportunities for Razorback fans to view the football games, baseball games, and basketball games in a different setting. That's real cool for those who get to go. I will say, if I'm a local bar owner on a football weekend, I'm not that thrilled about Arkansas pulling away from us. Remember, that was the argument for a long time for Oklahoma. They said for years, they're like, look, we're not going to build a hotel. We don't want to take away from the local hotels. And then it got to the point where it's like, uh, we need some more hotel for me. You know, maybe we'll just go ahead and build one up here. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's going to, like, you know, shut anybody down. I just thought it was an interesting thing to try to be open on a non-game day mm-hmm. or non-game time. Yeah. And it is a good revenue stream, I guess, potentially. Plus, it's a way for Razorback fans to come together. That would be a cool environment, for sure. No doubt. I mean, they've seen the success of Mackey's there at Baumwalker Stadium and the, the demand for those tickets, and people were wanting to sit out there. And so they got the idea, well, why not for football? And Yeah, I think it, it'll work for football. Where's the basketball bar going in, Joe? That's what I want to know. Well, I'm sure when they renovate. You know where the media sits right now? Right, right around there. Probably yeah, so. I'm, 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 when they renovate the inside, which mm-hmm. apparently it's going to happen. Well, it's, well, it's it's happen. I don't think it's been uh, approved it's not a, yet. But it's on the table. Yes. Yeah. They'll, they'll be they'll All be kinds of there. changes. Yeah, there'll be, they'll be a, a club level where you can sit and watch it and, you know, have... It's kind of funny, uh, I think, the way things ever everything's going is it used to be you wanted to have the in-game experience. Mm-hmm. Now you want the in-home experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, <laughs> that's what's attractive about courtside yeah. seats. You, yeah. you got a little bit more room. You know, yeah. you're not jammed up next to the person in front of you, behind you. You know, you, you've got room to relax like you're sitting at home. And you're going to see more and more. The, the uh, loge boxes that we've sat in at Arkansas State, great idea. They have yep. them now in Fayetteville. That's awesome. You have your own little personal space to sit and watch the game. I don't want to wait on drinks for a real long time, and I don't want to wait to go to the bathroom for a real long time. And the more they can create that kind of environment, I think for most people, that's the biggest thing. You want a reasonably comfortable seat. You don't want to wait to go to the bathroom and get a drink. That's what you got at home. Mm-hmm. And if you can create that at the stadium, I'd much rather be at the stadium. But mm-hmm. I don't want to, you know, look, I'm willing to sit out there and bake or freeze my butt off, but you got to make those other things possible. Hunter said last night, and you, you, you read off the clip. I, I love what he said, though. They've right around forty-five thousand season tickets. It's the most since the fifty thousand when they had the motorcycle accident. Mm. And he said he said the motorcycle accident. So that shows you where the program is getting back to where Petrino had them about a decade ago. A little well, more than a decade ago now. That tells me anticipation's high. Maybe a little more than I would have expected. I think it's a good home right. schedule. Yeah, yeah. That's and true. then with KJ coming back, I mean, if you have the best or arguably the best quarterback in the SEC. You're going to be good. Who's arguing that? I mean, it's arguably. He, he, or we've, we've argued it. You're not arguing it. No, I think Daniels is the best. I would. I think he's did a little see, better. Speaking of KJ, he was out with uh, Whitfield I yeah, on the West Coast. I was going to ask Coach Kelly about that. I don't think he's a big Whitfield guy. I, I didn't know. But I'm I don't want to speak sure. for him. I'll yeah. let him decide. Or tell us, I suppose. Uh, big Joe is here. We're going to talk to Hagen Smith one last time. Thanks to John Mark Goings Allstate. And uh, Joe is presented by Corky's Barbecue. We appreciate Corky's. We appreciate Joe. Uh, what's the deal today, Joe? It's a dollar off chicken sandwiches. You don't say? Yes. On Wednesdays? On Wednesday. That's weird. Never yes. heard that before. Yes. What's the Thursday special? Burgers. Burgers. That's what I thought. So I brought in, in, so because of that, I brought you brisket. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> When's brisket day? <laughs> Every, Every day. day. <laughs> perfect. Go by and see him. North Little Rock, Little Rock. 1025. Back in a moment. Uh-huh.
Listen for Birthday Trivia in the Zone with Justin and Wes, presented by Elia's Mexican Grill in Moralton, home of the Chocolate Nachos. Take exit 108 for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. This is Sports Center. Game three of the 2023 NBA Finals takes place tonight, 7.30 on ABC and on 106.7 Buzz 2. We now have a best of five series between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat as the Heat surprised the Nuggets in game number two. It was Denver's first home loss of these playoffs. The Nuggets are two and a half point favorites, according to ESPN, for game three tonight. Some scary news out of the NFL. Two Browns players were robbed at gunpoint. Greg Newsom and Perion Winfrey were allegedly robbed at 3.30 in the morning coming out of nightclub on Monday. The two were jumped by six men wearing masks who came at them once they left the club and then drove off in Greg Newsom's truck. Neither player was injured. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The FedEx Cup Playoffs start in Memphis at the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Come out to TPC Southwind August 9th through the 13th and watch the PGA Tour's top players battle to make it through Memphis. Enjoy Memphis at its finest with specialty cocktails, local eats, a vibrant atmosphere, and much more. Two kids 15 and under admitted free with a ticketed adult. Daily grounds and upgraded tickets are available now at FedExChampionship.com. Guys, if you've noticed a lack of energy, motivation, and drive, it could be Low-T. Schedule your complete health assessment at Low-T Center today. They now offer the convenience of monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments for 155 bucks a month, cash pay, or covered by most health insurance. If you don't live near Low-T Center or you just need the convenience of at-home treatments, no problem. Low-T Center makes it easy to get started. Only your first two visits are in person, and they're quick and painless. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low-T Center, reinventing men's health care pickup truck sports car motorcycle minivan townhouse two-story farmhouse fixer-upper what you drive and where you live is different for everyone so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you at shelter insurance we understand that which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto home and life insurance plan insurance that fits just right see shelter agent richard yeager in little rock or todd martin or seth boyd in jacksonville Here's NASCAR Hall of Famer, Mark Martin. As a race car driver for 40 years, I survived a lot of crashes. Not everyone can run into a wall at 200 miles an hour and walk away. Without a seatbelt, I wouldn't be alive today. Now I'm retired, back home in Arkansas driving my pickup. I'm shocked how many people aren't wearing seatbelts. Why risk your life when it only takes two seconds to buckle up? Take it from number six. Buckle up, Arkansas. A message from the Arkansas State Police Highway Safety Office. You're back in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio, home of the zone. To get into the show, call or text 661-1037. Now, let's see what Justin and Wes have to say on the Buzz Radio Network. The ones that hate me the most look just like me. You tell me what that means. Make a slick comment and see what that brings. I've seen it go down. We can reenact things. Extreme like BMXing. These boys and they BMXing. People in the city see the movement occurring. And say, my God, I want to be in that scene. Ray, you want to be in this scene. She had the video trying to be in this scene. Used to fantasize about being this scene. Bluegrass girl, but she got big dreams. Can't touch me, I got instincts. Locked in the house, but I'm plotting things. I brought a gang to the party with me. Five white boys, but they not in sync. A 2-2 pitch to Riggio. He struck him out swinging with a fastball, and they leave the bases loaded. Hagen Smith comes up golden. The zone is joined by Arkansas pitcher Hagen Smith. The sophomore was named to Perfect Games freshman All-American team last year as he went 7-2 in 15 starts. The pitch to Wood. He struck him out swinging. Hagen Smith has struck out the side in the last two innings. Eight strikeouts of his last 11 batters. His appearance is brought to you by Allstate Insurance Agent John Mark Goings. John Mark Goings with Allstate in Jacksonville and Cabot can take care of your home, auto, RV, boat, life, and commercial insurance. Are you in good hands? All right, welcome back. 10.30, let's go right to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. Sadly, one last time this season, Hagen Smith standing by. Hagen, Welcome. We're good, buddy. Um, I think we we kind of went through the emotions yesterday 
with Jace, and we'll we'll do it again with you now. It's obviously sad that it's over, but you know, as we talked to him yesterday about, you guys have a lot to be proud of for the season. Now that you've had you know, a little bit of time here, just a day or so to digest it, what are your thoughts, I guess, on the season coming to an end? Yeah, I mean, I'm just really proud of the team. First off, honestly, going through what we had to go through sucks. I mean, and we just, I think we fought through it really well. I mean, I think we accomplished a lot for, I mean, having so many injuries and everything. So I'm really proud of the team. What was your thought process going into that last day with knowing you had to be TCU twice after the way things went the day before? I mean, I think everyone is feeling confident. I mean, we know they're a good team, too, so we just had to play our best baseball. I think they just played a little better than us, honestly. Were you excited about getting an opportunity to get back on the mound? Yeah, very. <laughs> I wanted to redeem myself, help the team win again, because after the first start, I mean, I just kind of just set, set the tone for the game and just didn't go good. I don't want to focus on that game, but what, what went wrong the day before, in your opinion? Hey, we haven't seen anybody get to you like that really all year. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think I was just missing my, my missing my spots, and they were just I had a good approach, and they were really good hitting teams. So I think I just hit my misses. We talked with Bubba Carpenter on Monday, and uh, there was some speculation up at Baum Walker Stadium. I heard it from more than one person that uh, maybe you were tipping your pitches, and TCU was reading something, and they uh, they knew when that slider was coming, and they were just watching it go instead of swinging at it. Does that theory hold any water? <laughs> no, I mean I don't. I don't think so. Honestly, I think I just had a good approach. I mean, they know I a slider a lot usually during the season, so they just hit fastball. Yeah, I mean, they just they just hit it. So you I mean, did, that's the thing I had to adjust with the next day I came out. I just did more cutters. So you didn't change anything as far as a possibility of tipping or changing your approach. It was just a different pitch. Yes, sir. So you, you were. Uh, how much did you learn in that game? I mean, how much were you able to apply that to the next day? Because it's obviously very rare that you're going to appear back to back days. I mean, I was. No matter how I felt, I was going out that next day. I had to go out there and do stuff to win. I mean, I, I needed to redeem myself and show that. I mean, that was not who I am. Coach said uh, they could have, you know, gone deeper with you, but they didn't think it was. I think he said very smart. How did you feel physically when you were, you know, finishing up? Uh, you know, I felt fine. I mean, I, I could have kept going, but I think I agree with Coach Van Horn's decision to take me out. I mean, going back to back days, I haven't done that all year. I mean, I did it at one time last season, so I agree with his decision. Did you feel any different the day after, yesterday, I guess, um, than you did after a regular start? <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, I was feeling a little bit, but it's all worth it. That was a really good offense and a very hot offense. Uh, does that compare to any of the teams? I, I think of LSU, that they have a really good offense. How does that offense compare to some of the teams you saw in the SEC? Um, I think that was the hottest offense we've seen all year. Like we saw them when they were hot in Arlington. We saw them now when they're even hotter. I just think that they're a really good hitting team. They just have a good approach, and they know what they want to do with the plate. So I just think that they just get the pitch they're looking for. They just hit it. You were pressed into a different role this year with uh, the preseason injury and obviously performed extremely well. By the way, congratulations. I think it was collegiate baseball named you an All-American, deservedly so. Obviously got honors from Thank the you. SEC as well. But uh, what uh, what'd you learn through the process this year, being you know pressed into maybe a little bit different role than you might have been? Yeah, I just learned that, uh, honestly, just you just got to do whatever you need to do for the team, honestly. Um, I know it's not what, like we had all had planned for like, everyone getting hurt or anything, so... I think just going to the bullpen kind of helped me figure out who I am. Honestly, I kind of struggled at the end of the year after that first outing. Because I think that, uh, going to the bullpen kind of helped me figure out how to like pound the zone and just keep get ahead of hitters. So that's that's who you want to be. You hmm. said to figure out who I am. Is that who you want to be? No, I mean, I want to be whoever. I mean, I could start, close, or leave. Either way, it doesn't matter to me. I know you and Tigert had the uh, tryouts for Team USA. Have you heard anything? Do you know what you're going to be doing this summer? He broke up. You heard something? But he can't say anything, I think, is what oh. I got from that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say anything or not. That's yet. okay. Uh, Hagan, this is just like talking to Bubba every week. He, he knows all the things, and he won't tell <laughs> yeah. us anything most of the time, so it's all right. We're used to it. Talking to Hagan Smith, if you're just tuning in, brought to you by John Mark Goings Allstate. It's been great uh, visiting with him all year. You, you, you talked about the things you learned this year. What are some things, you know, knowing you're coming back next year, that you really want to work on or something that you want to improve upon that you can apply from this year? 
Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing is I want to be a little more vocal next year for the team. I think I was kind of like a lead by example this year. I kind of want to do both next year just to help the younger guys and just figure out how they can be a better baseball player. I've been covering Arkansas baseball for a long time, and I have an absolute ton of respect for Dave Van Horn appropriately, so I think anybody who knows anything about baseball should. Uh, he talked about this team, and I'm not going to say he's never talked about a team like this, but there is clearly in his mind something special about the chemistry and the makeup of this team, especially when you consider all the guys you brought in and all the hurdles you guys had to clear through the season. Did this feel a little bit different than any team you've been on as far as the, the closeness and the camaraderie? Yeah, I mean, this team, I think since, like, Week one, we're super, super close, and it just—I think that's what helped us be so good this year. Is everyone just believed in each other. Everyone was super close, and then whoever came up, we're just rude for them. How and did? So, I mean, yeah, it was just awesome having everybody so close. How did that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, it's just like just kind of a thing that happened. I mean, last year it didn't happen until the end of the year, and we got close. I mean, this year, just week one, we just got close. Everyone just hung out, and I think everyone just got along together. Will you watch much of the uh, Supers or the World Series? Uh, yeah, I will, honestly. I mean, just to see. Not too much. I'll probably watch the World Series more than the Super Regional. Will you root for anybody or against anybody? Uh, no, I won't. I just, just watch. Do you like, uh, you like to see the SEC teams do well, or do you think that's not a good thing for you guys? No, I like to see the SEC teams do good. I mean, it's part of my conference we played against them, just... He's got root for, root for him. What about TCU? Would you like to see them win the whole thing? Would that make you feel better? <laughs> yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool to see them win. I mean, they're a really talented team, so I'll, I'll watch their games for sure and see how far they get. There, there was some stuff made about, uh, and I heard Phil and Bubba talking about it on the radio, that TCU kind of celebrated the right way, that you know they weren't out you know, stomping on home plate, that they kind of waited until they got in the dugout to celebrate. Uh, was that the feeling on the field? Did they, did they play baseball the right way? Yeah, I think they played baseball the right way. In my opinion, they got some guys some, some feel like love for the game. You can tell the Nunez kid, I mean, he, he could come off like he's trying to be cocky or something, but I think he just loves the game and plays hard. That's what you want from like you guys, and I think they're well coached too. Have you and the guys that are going to be back next year started talking about that? I mean, have you guys thought about what uh, what that'll be like? I mean, obviously, again, you like a, that core group that's for sure going to be back. There's some guys that are up in the air. We talked, like I said, talked to Jace yesterday, and I kind of assumed he was a done deal, but he acted like you know he hadn't made his decision yet. Uh, have you guys started looking towards next year, thinking about that yet, or are you still processing? No, I mean, I think we're all looking, all the guys that are coming back next year just looking forward to it. I mean, we're going to go back there and get our redemption, go to Omaha and win it. What kind of a one-two punch would uh, Hagen Smith and uh, Brady Tigert be? <laughs> I think it would be really good. I mean, hopefully that's going to happen next year. Hopefully we both come back healthy and then be ready to roll. Well, that's one thing you did this year. Better than most, that's for sure, is stay healthy. So, greatest stability, availability, and you were, you were good at that. It was a tough year, obviously, yeah. and... I mean, really unprecedented. I can't remember that many kind of key injuries, and even guys who weren't out for the season just missing a few, you know, weeks or whatever. With like Josenberger and Wagner come to mind. I mean, just a, a really challenging year. But uh, yeah, is there a pitch that you want to develop or add to uh, your your repertoire? Uh, I have to keep working on change up. I think that's one of my biggest uh, things I need to work on. Just doing that more consistently and more strikes. Gotcha. Well, listen, Hagen, we'll let you go. I appreciate the time. We'll look forward to hearing what's next when uh, you can reveal that. It's been a great season, um, and I appreciate John Mark Goings Allstate very much for sponsoring the segment. I'd like to pencil you in for next year if you want to come back. We had a good time. I hope it wasn't too tough on you, even though Wes is obviously a little more you know, tough to deal with than I am. But uh, I hope you'll come back and hang out with us next year, man. We're wishing you the yeah, best of sure. luck. Okay, good. You're inked. Uh, we appreciate you, man. Good luck this summer, and we'll talk to you again next season. broke up are you there yeah thank you okay all right buddy thank you bye-bye good luck with team usa yep sounds like you're gonna be their number one starter way to go it's a cool opportunity for him we're just a couple mushrooms (laughs) just poop on us and keep us in the dark i didn't know what you meant by that you lost me there yeah i never heard that saying Uh uh-uh i have now for the first time i don't think i'll ever use it poop he's but no, I, I got probably you. probably shouldn't say that. I don't, can, 
I don't want to say that. So. Yeah, don't. Yeah. Uh, Christian, question of the day? You want to hit that? Yeah, our question of the day is, and this is regarding uh, the Josh Hart clip that's been going around. Yeah, let's play that clip for him first, shall we? Yeah. So it'll make more sense. Joe, I'm not going to ask you to answer this. I just want to get your impressions of a uh, fellow NBAer on this uh, this comment. 85% of new dads at least wonder what breast milk tastes like. We had family over that day, and they asked me, they're like, Did you try, have you tried seeing the breast milk? I'm like, no, I haven't tried it. But if I ever do, you know, I want the whole, the whole charade. I want to be burped. I want to be cradled. I want, I, want, I want everything. Somehow, I got finessed into doing like a blind tasting. So we had like almond milk, a creamer, and breast milk. Tried it, obviously, and it was vanilla-flavored almond milk. That's how it tasted. I literally took the blindfold off after I tasted it. I'm like, damn, I'm like, damn this is actually, like, it's not bad. It doesn't taste bad. I was like, this got to be the breast milk. And, like, I just knew because, like, it tasted the best out of all of them. So then I was just like, you know, I'm going to tweet it and just see what people think. I can honestly say, never have. Although, the way he did it, honestly, I don't even have a yeah, problem with it. I, I wouldn't like, have doing a it on a blind taste test, it's kind of funny, actually. Joe's cr- Joe's cringing. I'm not going to go out of my way and just drink breast milk. But if it was a blind what? taste test, I'd give it a try. What, I what think that's what doing? we should do. Joe's like, I have brisket here. What are we talking about? Yeah, I, mean, I think we should do it for our uh, blind you. taste test segment. No, uh, we should not. I think you should. Uh, <laughs> and where are we getting it from? Well, <laughs> if Titus is getting a sibling at some point, uh, you can work that out, Christian. But other than that, I think we're all out. Um, so that's our question today. Have you ever? tried breast milk i would be happy to admit it if i had i just never have so i maybe like stuck my finger in it one time yeah but i don't i've never drank it yeah okay all right this is a weird one what else we got is that it that's it today well let's add that other question then let's have one sports related question then (laughs) i I like that one good um what was the question golf do you like Team Golf, yes or no? Oh, okay. It's your intern. I know. She, oh, listen. She's heard Grant, Poor Graham's have to put up with all kinds she's of crap. She's, listen, she's been around locker rooms her whole life. She's, oh, I know. She's, okay. she's just like... I know. This is what we do. They get paid. I know, Joe. We say it every day. <laughs> Nobody's more shocked than we are. Trust me. Uh, I, what do you think about Team Golf? And what do you think is good about the Live Tour? Other, The money is good for me. I like the, the shorts thing. I have no issue with. Mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. they can like you know. Yeah, I don't care. About they can that. have like be- vote best legs on the tour. I don't know. But I, I've never understood that. I yeah. Mean, well, you play with a guy who's a he's a hardliner yeah, on that. Oh yeah. He we we I played golf with him for twenty years and I've never seen his knees. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Does he ever wear shorts off the course? Never. I've never. They they got a picture of him two years ago. They had to do it very sneak when they were down in Florida at the pool. Okay. Does not wear pants at the pool? No. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't like uh, how on the uh, live tour they finish on different holes. You know, it's like, like a shotgun, shotgun start. start. That's stupid. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, you need to be finishing on 18. Yeah. Everyone kind of finishing. I don't like all the music. and I'm, all, I'm okay I mean, with that. I mean, I we mean, play with music all the time. I mean, I don't think it, I, you know, warming up or stuff like that, but I'd, and I, I play with music all the time, too, but I just... What do they do with music on the live tour? It's just blaring from places throughout the course. That would be hard as a commentator, and I think they can do that because of TV. Wouldn't that be bad for... <laughs> I mean, for, for, bad for, for, for real TV? Yeah. yeah I mean, for, for football and basketball, they're playing music and stuff throughout the stadium most of the game. Yeah, but not during live action. Yeah. So, again, you got 18 holes of golf. you got guys that... You know, maybe getting ready to tee off, and you hear a you know song. I don't, I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't like music on a golf course either, honestly. And I love music. Hmm, that's that's it odd. Is weird. That is. I'm the music guy. Yeah, I don't. I like I like a little peace and quiet for once. You know what I mean? I bet I listen I like, to more music on the golf course too. than I do. I probably do in, too. I know in my car. Unless that's because my listening to a podcast looks stupid while you're driving around <laughs> on a golf cart. But I uh, also. Uh, I, I, I like Team Golf. I don't like how the Live Tour does it. How do they do it? I, mean, I like I it more when you're with your partner playing. Like, you like know, you got the four ball. ball yeah. But it's the New Orleans event now. They do uh, some Team Golf. Yeah, I, I like true. that from time to time. The different little, uh, kind of almost like a Ryder yeah. Cup style. Yeah, but it's two dudes, typically. It's not mm-hmm. a four-man team, and it's not every week. Right. I, I think, though, if they try to do it every week and you force it down people's throat, they're not right. going to like it. No. It was. I mean, I'm watching these guys celebrate their whatever, the aces or whatever, and I saw one of the PGA guys guys joke i've always wanted to be on the aces or whatever i don't think i don't think the public will get it that's the point of golf it is a stressful singular thing Mm -hmm. and you still have individual champions even on live right in the golf format yeah Yeah. 
I guess it won't hurt anything because you're still playing as an individual, but I don't want to see you guys like all dressed in the same gear yeah, and be team no. whatever. It's I, honestly, I just don't care. It's a distraction to me because they keep that on the yeah. left side of the screen or on the side of the screen, how the teams are doing, and I get to where I don't yeah. even look at yeah. it and it's focus too much, on it. I too don't much care. Going on. I just want to know who's going to win the championship. Yeah, I, like, I like watching the shot. And... But I think they could do some fun things from time to time, once every two months. How about a... How about a four-team scramble or, or yeah. a four-team low ball? You know, there like a are ball? Yeah, yeah, there's some things that they could do on uh, the team aspect that I right. think would be fun to change it up from time right, to time. Right, maybe some of these lesser events. Yeah, so make hey, it. Well, let's try this and see if it can garner a little more attention. I don't mind a four ball. I guess I, I don't. I don't have any interest in watching PGA guys birdie every par four and par three, and eagle every par five. I mean. I watch guys down a resume shoot 53. I just don't care. It doesn't appeal to me. Alternate shot. That's fun. That might be fun. Yeah, that's cool. I like the two-man deal more than I like four-man. The uh, the two guys that won down in New Orleans, the Zerk, this year, they were like best friends. And they teamed up to win it. And it was one of the guys' first win ever. And so that's it cool. gets his tour card for a couple of years. And it was, it was just uh, it was a great storyline. Yeah, I don't mind them mixing and matching a little bit, but I just don't think it's necessary every week. Again, I'm definitely pro shorts, though. So... I want them to go short shorts, like what what I wore, like huggers, and, and, 80s yeah, basketball, and 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 eighty socks. Well, that's a, that's high a, socks, tube socks, tube socks, high socks, high tops, headbands required. Yeah, headband, maybe wristbands. That, that'd be cool. Put Corky's logo, Team Corky. Yeah, for the right amount of money, Joe, you can get anything done. I mean, you could send <laughs> Wes and I to the College World Series if you wanted to. Yeah. I sure could. And? Uh, well, we got to have a board meeting on that. Cork- Come on. Corky's board. Pull on hand and just say <laughs> it. Just to, do it. We have to convene. Why don't you just do it and then tell Tommy tomorrow that you, that would be you like signed off on it? something we would do. We would sponsor a trip to Omaha when the Hogs aren't there. Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad for Sonny. She's going to miss us up at DJ's dugout. Oh, well. Next year. Still time. Yeah. We can get this done. We cannot. But good luck. Guardy Chevrolet's getting it done. They don't need good luck. They've got good deals. Go to the website, guardychevrolet.com. Take a look at all the inventory. Find the car, the truck, the SUV that you like. And you can see all the deals that they have there. They are trying to move out all the 2023s, making way for the 2024. So they are doing everything they can to entice you to buy right now. How about no payments for 90 days, 120 days? All kinds of ways to help save you a little money, some cash, and get you to buy that car. Head on out to the Gregor Street exit in Jacksonville and visit with our friends at Guatney Chevrolet. We've got Kevin Kelly coming up next hour, and after the break, we'll hit a few more sports items. We haven't really delved into the NBA Finals yet, so we'll get Joe's thoughts on that. Eric Spolster feeling salty after a win in Game 2, so we'll hear from him coming up as well, and uh, let Joe set the stage for the game tonight. I'm sure Christian has thoughts as they shift to Miami. Crawfish season is finally back at Eat My Catfish. We've got fresh, live crawfish, and all you have to do is just add the fixins. Be sure to come see us or order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Listen, joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that. Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterwards. Simple, right? And QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 
501-222-8440. Hi, I'm Arkansas Attorney Stan Miller with Pinnacle Global. If you're an Arkansas business owner or nonprofit, call us to see if you qualify for the Employee Retention Tax Credit. I'm an Arkansas business owner just like you. I partnered with local qualified CPAs, and we provide a detailed legal opinion for each ERTC client. Let us help you get the money you deserve. Visit us at pgwealthconsulting.com or call us 501-352-9497. That's 501-352-9497. Scalpel. Scalpel. Tweezers. Tweezers. Ham sandwich. Ham what? Sandwich. I was going to eat lunch when I got my oil changed earlier, but take five is so fast I didn't have time. But, sir, you can't eat during surgery. Eh, one bite won't hurt. Mm. Whoops. Uh, Napkin. Napkin! At Take 5, your oil change is faster than you think. Take 5, the stay-in-your-car 10-minute oil change. Springtime in Arkansas means we turn our attention to the many waterways our state has to offer. Nothing's more enjoyable than floating or fishing one of the great streams and rivers in the natural state. This spring, do it in style in a new kayak or canoe from Arch Marine in North Little Rock. Courtney Ballantyne here for the butcher shop. Hold up there. Everyone knows I've always been the paid spokesperson for the butcher shop, where you'll find me on most evenings enjoying one of their delicious charcoal grilled steaks. But Hope, I'm here to talk about their lunch specials every Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2. Wait, what? The butcher shop is now open for lunch, too? Yeah, and they have a rotating meat selection every day, as well as everyone's favorite, Steak Burger Fridays on the last Friday of the month. What are we waiting for? Let's go to the butcher shop steakhouse for lunch and dinner. Some things just go together. Peanut butter and jelly, milk and cookies, lock and key, and of course, the Zone and the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Now, let's get into the show with Justin Akery and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Hey, Coach. Ramona Shelburne, ESPN. Uh, this is probably oversimplifying things, but sometimes when, when teams play against Jokic, you, you turn him into a scorer, you turn him into a passer, and he controls the game. You, he only had four assists tonight. Yeah, that, that's, that's ridiculous. You know, it's just... That's the untrained eye that, that says something like that. This guy's an incredible player. You know, twice in two seasons, he's been the best player on this planet. You can't just say... <laughs> Oh, make him a score. <laughs> That's not how they play. They they have so many different actions that just get you compromised. Uh, we have to focus on what we do. Um, you know, we try to do things the hard way, um, and he requires you to do many things the hard way. Uh, and we he has our full respect. Hey, it was after a win. He didn't answer the question. I mean, it's because he thinks the question's dumb. That's what he well, said. But it, or. It hit home. No, but maybe they were trying they, to make him a score. Well, no, they, they and not a distributor. They did, yeah, <laughs> and it I worked. Mean, they did, and so he's like trying yeah. to poo-poo it yeah. because they're going to do it again. Right. Yes, Absolutely. and the and they started a bigger lineup. They started a love instead of uh, I don't know, but that allowed. You saw in the first game they were doing all that switching and and. Uh, Gordon kept getting matched up with Gabe Vincent in the post. And, I mean, it was just high-low, 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 dunk, layup, dunk, layup, bully ball. And they started Love, love, and then they could put Butler on uh, Gordon, which was a better matchup. And I think that helped them. I think that also was part of the assist being down, too, because the assists that he got early in that game, the game one, were... There's a 5'10 guy going to a 6'8 guy. Here, here's the ball. It wasn't like it was any kind of great action, but I, I really, I mean, they did not, especially in the post, it was very obvious in the post. They didn't They didn't come at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw, how many times did you see him get five, six, seven dribbles? Mm-hmm. Now, you got a two-time MVP, you throw it to him in the post, and he gets six dribbles, that's because you were told, keep your butt at home. <laughs> Stay on the shooters. Stay on to everybody else. You know, because if you're doubling, you're going to either double on the catch or the dribble. I don't think it's necessarily making him score. I think Jokic sees what the team needs, and the team wasn't hitting shots. It's a make-or-miss league, and his teammates weren't hitting shots, so he's like, okay, i got to score tonight for us to have a chance. They also had an analytic on that. There's truth to that, Christian, in that. But they said it 
he had four assists and he had the opportunity for ten assists. Yeah. So they were I mean, missing shots. They they missed some shots for sure, but they yeah. they changed their defense. They changed yeah, their they lineup. Yeah, they played mostly zone. They changed their lineup and they changed their defense. So they they again they let him maneuver in the post a lot more than they did the first game. Tyler Hero has been out with a broken wrist, and we got an update on his status because the thought process was, and we all like, ha, they're not going to make the finals, so it doesn't matter. I said, well, if they make the finals, he can come back. He's not playing tonight, though. Right? Well, let's hear from Spo. Well, that's, that's what they said. Yeah, I, I don't want to be Nostradamus right now. We're taking it one day at a time. Did you get on a mic, though? That sounds like a cliche. Um, he did the practice with the group. He's going to do a full contact um, you know, workout after this. Evaluate that. Uh, we'll meet, you know, with the training staff uh, later on today, and probably tomorrow, and we'll just continue this process. Um, he has not been cleared yet, so that's where that's where we are. Uh, but we're encouraged by the, the work that he's been doing. Now I heard on the way in one of y'all's breaks or something. They said he was out for that's, tonight. That doesn't yeah, make it true. Because you heard it on the. He bus. is not playing tonight. I don't think so. No, I didn't sound like he was playing there either. You number. No, well, it wasn't the morning show, so it was it a was, sports report. It was part of your show, so I um, I figured there was some validity validity to the sports. Wow, that's your biggest part mistake. <laughs> uh, Asher Record Live fan feedback. Vern says I tasted breast milk, but not on purpose. Just kind of happened. Yuck. Okay. Um, I bet you didn't say that when you were a baby. Ricky says, <laughs> Rory should have listened to Phil. Jason Duffner has some good insights on future tournaments and structures. If you go and look at his Twitter, when's the last time you heard anything or cared what Jason, Jason Duffner thought? Well, I didn't think I'd ever care about DeChambeau and what he thought, but he made a lot of sense when we played him this morning. You know what's funny? I saw a tweet posting the audio. from That was from CNN, his interview with CNN, and they were roasting him. And I'm like, I thought that was actually a really good cogent thought on the whole thing i was like first of all i was trying to figure out who it was and then i was like that's the shambo and then i kept listening i was like god he sounds intelligent he's well he's a really smart guy he's weird yeah i don't never question his intelligence he's weird jason duffner's uh twitter account's locked oh good i don't want it anyway uh, I don't even want the key. Ricky says also, Kyle Porter is nothing but a PGA fanboy, Justin. Everyone knows that. He has been basically wrong from the get-go since all this started a couple of years ago. He's no better than Chambly. We'll hear from him later. The PGA been, has been using the 9-11 fund as nothing more than a prop against Liv. Go to Dan Rappaport. We quoted him all day yesterday. At least he's in the middle on both tours and his reporting. Look, Ricky, um, all I was reading was, I mean, there was one thing I said that he had said, but um, for the most part it was him passing along Rory quotes from his press conference this morning, which was the first time we'd heard from Rory. So I don't care about his reporting. He was just quoting Rory from the podium. So, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I get, if you want to dig, I mean, China with shoes, I mean. It's, I, it's all I over. I mean, it's, it's like you pick and choose. Every and again, corporate. The difference was the Khashoggi incident. I think that made the Saudi thing a lot different. But, again, the the human ab- abuse is there's not a lot just, of it's not just the Saudis. No, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Well, and, and there's uh, most of the major corporations in the government are in bed with Saudi Arabia Our to some degree. right now, as all this was going on, was in Saudi Arabia, our ambassador or something, working on our relations with them, trying to do more. Probably how this all came together, Joe. Right. Rock out with the only American-style sushi experience founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. Rock and roll sushi. You want the VIP roll. Shrimp tempura. Crab stick. Cream cheese. Cajun crawfish. Baked crab meat. Jalapeno spicy mayo sweet chili. Eel sauce and crunchy flakes. 